0: You're listening to Soul Roadmap, episode number 16. Welcome to Soul Roadmap podcast. Each week you'll hear strategies and inspiration to take action and live life better. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, lawyer, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your roadmap to creating more success in your life, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Today, we're talking about goals and goal setting. We're talking to the creator of the 90X Goal Planner today. I'm so excited about this. So you know I am all about goals. I wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing lawyering, podcasting, coaching without having goals. I wouldn't have things in my life like a house, a car, friends without having goals. But how can we move through our fear surrounding goals and just do it? I mean, everything in our life really is about having a goal, making a plan, and moving forward on it. But we don't always do it. Why don't we always do it? So, I first mentioned 90X back in episode number 11, how to snap out of procrastination so you can reach your goals. And I will link to it in the show notes and dinacataldo.com, episode 16. And in that episode, I talked about fear and how our body and our brain really do act against us when we have these really big goals. And The reason I started talking about the 90x Goal Planner is because it helps you become more engaged in your goal planning rather than passively calendaring your to-do list and it helps work you through your fears. And if you've heard me in my Facebook Lives and Soul Roadmaps Facebook group, then you know I'm fond of saying the more engaged you are, the more committed you become. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to Caroline Heinrich from Switzerland. She left a review on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And said, I love the way Dina is going deep into a topic. You can feel her passion to uplift others all the way through. She is a true inspiration. This was incredibly sweet. I mean, you have no idea how much it means to me to hear things like this. It really does make my day. And I want to thank everyone who's listening for being so supportive of Soul Roadmap as it evolves. I know that I have some international listeners now, which is amazing. So thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review. I would very much appreciate it if you left a review on iTunes too. It helps Soul Roadmap reach more people and my goal, since we're talking about goals today, is to reach 10,000 downloads by the end of the year. Your review could be the one that helps me reach that goal. And as of today's date, I am at over 1,000 downloads, so I know it's doable. I will place a link in the show notes to Soul Roadmap's iTunes page, so if you have a moment, I'd really appreciate it. The show notes are at dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 16. So speaking of goals, let's talk about our guest today. Alon David is the Southern California-based creator and founder of 90X. The 90X Goal Planner is a self-coaching system that combines the best of all planners to propel you towards reaching your goals. He was very generous and is offering a 25% discount on all 90X products on his website. Just for listeners, use the code DINA25, that's D-I-N-A 25, at checkout, and I will link to his website in the show notes too dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 16. Today we're talking about how we can create goals that will make us grow, how he got into goal planning in the first place, breaking down goals to reduce fear surrounding those big goals, how he started a six-figure business from nothing in one year using the goal setting system he created and that we're going to talk about today, and other areas in your life where you can use goal setting. I'm going to let him tell you his story and how he created the 90X goal planner because he introduces himself really well in the interview. Let's listen in. Well, hi. How are you doing tonight?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. So, I am so happy that you are on the podcast because I am a huge fan of your 90X goal planner. And I just felt like it would be really great to have a conversation with you surrounding goals and goal setting and talk a little bit about some of your philosophies. So just to get us started, can you introduce yourself to our audience?
1: Sure. So my name is Alon and I'm the creator and founder of 90X. I started 90X about a year and a half ago. I actually hit the stores around April of last year, but I've been working it for about eight months prior to that. I'm new to the stationary planning book area. I came from a service world where I am still a professional photographer. So uh, that's the world I came from, but I've been doing that for seven years. And then before that I came from the construction. So my background is way, way different every, every seven, eight years, but gold is something I've been doing forever since I remember. I mean, so that's what I've been working on, working on myself and that's what I've been doing. So but before that, I came from Tel Aviv as well, from Israel. So I'm not, I've been here for 21 years.
0: Oh, wow. So what got you into this whole planner space?
1: So what got me to create one is because when I got out of construction, I was working on goals. I actually went to coaching school, CTI and stuff like that, and kind of learned how to coach. And I was looking for a planner, something that has everything in it. Couldn't find it. So I kind of created my own thing on A4 paper and PDFs and just paper. And then I got into my photography, still working on goals, doing my thing, and still nothing available. I literally ordered about 25 different goal planner planners. What I found out is that that most of them have a space for you to write your goals, but they don't give you the system of how to actually achieve them, which was like, okay, so I write my goal and then what do I do? Right. So I got to the point that I then decided after three years of procrastinating that i decided that I'm just going to go ahead and do my thing, whatever it takes, however it takes, how hard it is, whatever it's going to cost. I self-funded the whole thing. So there's not investors just throwing money at me. I did the whole thing while I'm having, I'm a full-time dad with my wife, with our four boys.
0: Wow. And
1: I'm a full-time photographer and I created this at night. So while working with China and Tel Aviv. So it's like 10 hours time zone. Difference.
0: Wow. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it was not easy.
0: <laughs> so what got you into doing goals in the first place? So my experience before I really started to nail down what I wanted and how I was going to go about getting to that place Was, uh, you know, I knew what I should be doing. I knew that I should be going to college. I should be going to law school. I should be working really hard and working really hard until I get a job. But when we talk about goal setting and the way we're going to talk about goal setting today, I hope, is talking about ways that we can create goals that help us grow. And I wanted to know what some of your thoughts were about that and how you even got into goal planning in the first place
1: correct yeah so before the photography i did a lot of i went to cti to learn coaching because I, re- I really liked that part because i was running a construction business i was doing the design my uncle did the building part of it but we had about seven people that were working and i felt that everybody was running around like a chicken without a head so like nobody's going out because there's no structure and I felt that it's going to be important if we start setting goals. So I went to the coaching. I learned a little bit about that. And that's what I discovered is I feel that we need to have goals. So every Monday, I would sit down with the team and kind of go through the goal things with it, try to guide them because that's what I've learned. That's the way I was working before. Is as long as I have a goal in mind, I know where I want to reach because I'm the type of people that I need to know, okay, what do I need to do? Where do I want to go? What do I want to reach? I mean, like if, if it's sales and that and that... You know, in that construction was sales. So I wanted to hit $1 million in sales in that one year. And I felt that I need to have goals in place. I mean, because without that, I don't even know where I'm at. So it's like a measure of myself, where I'm at, where I want to go. And that's when I started to get into and being like more anal you know, about like goal and being all around goal setting and doing the whole thing. I didn't have the system pinned out then, and it was about, I would say about 14 years ago. That's how how long I've been into the gold business, I guess, but never had a planner. But that's where it got me all started. But then moving forward to my photography business, I mean, before the photography business, even I was a coach and my company name was All No Coaching Company. And I mean, I was doing that, but then I felt I was like more psychiatrist at one point. So I was like, yeah, maybe this is not for me. And I stepped away. And then something... Like I said, with my own business, because I mean, if we go back to the story, I started a six-figure business from zero. Mm. And I was able to reach that in one year in my photography business. I mean, 2001, 2010, I started out, it was zero, no prospects, no lead, no experience, nothing, 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 really. Nobody to help me or guide me and say, do this, do that, do this. Not even a lot of tools like we have right now are available online, like it was back then. Right. And that's where, by setting my goals, by working with my system, I was able to create a six-figure business within one year, which most of the money came in towards the end of the year. Before that, I'm talking about three or four hundred bucks a week, maybe the first seven months. So that's where I started really working on goals and deciding that this is, you know, this is what's worked. You have to set goals, you have to have a reason behind it, you have to have the steps as well, and you have to follow through and commit. So that's where it pretty much got me where I'm at today.
0: I just think that's amazing. And the thing about setting goals is I feel like some people might have some negative feelings about some of the things that we might be talking about because there's some pushback when you start talking about goals because there's ambition and ambition is that dirty word or there's that go, go, go mentality, which I work with myself because I am a workaholic. Like I love working. It's fun for me, though. Exactly. And there's something about goal setting that some people may have a negative connotation about. For me personally, I feel that it helps you get really intentional with your life and deciding how you want to live it and where you want to spend your time rather than working on autopilot. Have you come across people with some of those same negative feelings? And if so, like how do you work with that and how have you dealt with that?
1: So I I didn't come across negative saying about the word goals or stuff like that, but I did. I I mean, I like reading our reviews about our product. It's very important to me to make, to make sure I read every review, every post, everything that's mentioned, my company name or myself, or anything around goals, but mainly when it's associated with 90 X and what I've, read a lot. And the people that gave us like, let's say one star was not because the planner was not good. And their comment mainly was, oh, this is taking a lot of work. Hmm. This is like a lot of work. This is a lot to do. Well, (laughs) I I wish it was easy, right? I wish it was easy that everybody could just wish what they had and and do this and then gold disappears. But yes, it does take a work. There is a process. I have a slogan on my website, the next Special edition that's coming up soon will have a stamp on it and I'm gonna say, Trust the process mm-hmm. that we all have to go through, whether we like it or not, if we want to achieve the goal.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, you know, some, like you said, some people say that, that it's negative, you know, it's like ambition. Oh, this well, it, somebody's ambition, it's not always around money, right? It's not. I mean, maybe somebody wants a family, a big family, or somebody wants to travel the world, somebody wants to lose weight. How is that a bad ambition, right? I mean, so just depends on the person and what their goal is. But I mean, for for me, it's just, I I cannot live without it. Because I just, I'm the type of person that really gets lost if, and it doesn't happen to me often, but if I don't know what my next step is, like I have to plan the goal, at least to have have a destination. I'm not just going to get in my car and drive and see where I show up. Right. I need to have a destination. I need to know where. I understand that things might happen on the way. And it's not going to go my way. I'm going to adjust. I'm going to regroup and I'm going to keep going. But I'm not going to start from the beginning. I'm just going to keep adjusting. That's why I never, I say that to my team and, and you know, I don't know how it works with you, but I'm sure you're the same. I never adjust my goal. I always adjust the plan. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't work. I will change the plan, see if that works, if that works, and eventually it's going to work. But I never shift the goal because that makes it easier. Well, I didn't hit that goal, so let me lower it.
0: Yeah, and you know, that's something that I have had to work with because initially they teach you about SMART goals, which I know you're familiar with. And there's some phrasings, like some phrasings are better than others for me. Okay, so I like what you've done in your book because the way you've used the acronym makes more sense for me. And in case anybody isn't familiar with SMART goals, can you explain that for us?
1: So it's being, I think we have it in the book, and and I'll put what we put in here. But I don't follow that guide as well as because then people will think small of it. But I kind of wanted to put it in there because mm-hmm. people want to make sure. I just wanted to make sure that people know that you can use that if you wanted to. The smart codes, right? So yeah. Specific. Uh, I just want to make sure we're, we're following the same thing. That I've that I put in here, because I don't want to say anything different. <laughs> but I just want to see where I know we put that. I in. think
0: you've got it. It says specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Correct. And the achievable section of that, I felt I phrase it as achievable in terms of a micro goal to get you to your macro goal. Because I don't want to limit myself. I don't want to say, okay, it's only achieve." it's realistic, I guess is the word that I'm looking for. And I've heard some acronyms use that and I, I don't really care for that. You're in business by design, right? Yes, I am. Okay, because I, I saw you in that. And so I, I know that you follow James Wardmore too. And yes. he actually just did a podcast on this and he exactly. was talking all about that. I thought that was really interesting. But I never thought of that smart goal as limiting. Me in any way, I thought of it as okay, what can I do today in this micro goal? So if I only have 24 hours of my day, only have the whole 24 hours, yeah, I have a whole 24 hours yeah. and I have to sleep those eight hours because I am not going to be able to function for the rest of the week if I sacrifice any of my sleep. I need to make sure I'm caring for myself and then I have time. In there to achieve whatever it is I need to achieve to reach my larger goal. I just have to be sure that I'm taking care that I'm not overstuffing my day and not taking care of myself. Correct. And now, how do you kind of look at the SMART goal generally?
1: A reason we put the SMART goal in the book, I wanted to address that first. It's it's not something that I obviously invented, I mean, it's something that's out there, and I kind of wanted to put that in there. So people have a guide to follow through. You know, so I, myself, don't follow that because my goals are huge. They're big. And this, sometimes if somebody looks at it from the outside, which is against what we put in the planner, it's not realistic. But it mm-hmm. depends who it's not realistic too, Right? I mean, so it's hard for you to, uh, for example, like you won't go buy a $20 million home before you purchase your first home. That will not be your first home, unless you want the lottery. And, you know, that's not an issue. But you would start with a small. So, right? So that's pretty much realistic, in my opinion. You know, The goal has to be realistic for yourself. But if you feel that it's realistic for you to go and spend $20 million on a home, and you can do that, and it's realistic being your first home, then, of course, go do that. And nobody should judge you for that. So for me, I mean, my goals are just huge because I feel that I want a 10x what my goal is. So every Mm. goal I want, I just want to multiply. That's why we have the X for the 90X is because I want to make it, make sure everybody puts as much as they can so they don't get also very, very light. You understand? So I mean, it's like, maybe I'll just put a small goal because I can't reach it and they start with the self-doubt. Right. So that's why we put that in there. So people kind of follow our guide I don't follow myself because I would definitely not be in the realistic part of things. <laughs> but, but, it's, but it's working. But it has to be. And also the time, right? I mean, measurable. We have to measure it right. You have to, be, has to have the time that we set to it. But again, if you don't reach the goal and set time that you suffer, it's okay. But I'm sure you got 10 or 20 steps closer than you would have had if you didn't put anything.
0: Well, you know, there's something that I hear every so often is, if you want to make a million dollars, aim for $20 million. You know, so that way, you know, you are going to be pulled towards your goal and even surpass your goal.
1: Yeah. My first, I'm not a runner. I'm just not. I mean, I'm not a runner. It's not my thing. I'm a heavy guy. Me neither. You know, it just (laughs) worked for me. Can't breathe. But my goal was to to run a marathon. Guess what? I didn't do it. I couldn't do it. I broke into it. But you know what I ended up doing is a half a marathon. Hey! You know, so it was, and after three or four, I think it was like six weeks of training two days before that marathon rock and roll marathon in San Diego, I I twisted my ankle, which really sucked, but I still went through it. I could not do the marathon. Even if I tried, but after two and a half hours, I think two hours and 40 minutes, whatever that was, I did a half marathon. So I just got half the way, even though I didn't hit my goal, trust me, I was not depressed after that. I was hurting, (laughs) but I was not depressed. But (laughs) but that's what I'm trying to say, you know, is at, at least you have a goal and you know, Following that smart, I believe, just like James, James Whitmore said, you know, he's not fond of that. He doesn't like it so much. And I agree with him. But people have to have guidance, especially if they're not familiar with the system. You know, they have to have some guidance. So they kind of don't get like, oh, it didn't happen now. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. This is not for me, blah, 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 blah. At least you have something to follow.
0: Well, that's such a good point that you bring up about the word that we use is failure. I mean, that is the word that we use. But it's only a failure if we decide that it's a failure. Right. Everything that we're doing is another stepping stone towards where we want to go, what our goal is. So do you have any failures that people might term a failure that has actually turned into a great success for you?
1: Failure in other people's eyes?
0: Anything that you've ever done that you were on your way to a goal and you had a, a setback and then you kept pushing forward and getting to your goal?
1: So I don't look at it as a failure myself, okay? Right. And I don't let people judge me because I don't care what they say. Right. So that's honestly just being, being up front. I mean, respect for anybody I know and I'm very mm-hmm. respectful and, and always happy to meet new people. But for me, it's never being a failure. For me, it's always getting closer to my goal. And I think people don't realize, but when you fail you actually learn something you learn something about yourself you learn something about what you can do what you did wrong how can you can adjust going forward i have lost so much in my life i'm 42 and i've lost so much in the past 14 15 years i mean we're talking about a lot you know some people take the whole lot but i've learned so much from doing that i mean just recently. I'm in a situation where our our property in San Diego has a bad person in it that doesn't want to pay. And it's just taking, I mean, right now I think we're down to about $20,000 in losses. But I've learned so much. And what I've learned is it's not going to happen to me again because I'm going to do what I needed to do 10 times more to make sure that this doesn't put me in the situation. So it's not a failure. It's a learning curve. And like I said, I don't let people judge me and say, well, you failed. You didn't do this. Even with a planner, we, we've used some colors, being upfront. We've used some colors that didn't work for us. Mm-hmm. But it's not a failure. It's a learning curve. So, okay, what can I do now to fix that? A, I'm not going to order those colors again. B, I'm going to put them on a discount so everybody's happy. Or C, you know what? Let's donate. It. You know? So we can do some things to learn from it and everybody's happy. So it's just, you know, just knowing how to use those words and how to believe in yourself and how actually don't be as hard yet trying to fill you into, you know, just a step and step. Just this didn't work. Okay, let me stop, reset, and then and then move forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we forget that we have to learn. Like, that's the whole point, I think. I think the whole point of living is to learn and to grow. And when we're babies we're trying to walk. We don't start walking the first time. We stumble, we fall. And if we just gave up, I mean, where would we be? Right?
1: Exactly. I have two of those running around.
0: Running, I know before is... we got started, you said you had to lock your doors. Are they like running around? Yeah, right that's <laughs> one
1: of them make sure nobody just because they're all suddenly the doors will just go like this. And then... <laughs> They're locked because they do. That's what they do. Suddenly, both doors because they have two entrances for whatever reason, and they'll just come shaking both doors and like trying to come in. So, it's
0: like they just know where you are. They're like, "Oh no, we got to get dad."
1: They do. They do. So they <laughs> <keep those> walls.
0: <laughs> okay, so when you are, when we're talking about goals, and when we're talking about big goals, I mean, and it doesn't have to be money. It can be creating something, whether or not. It is a business, a a studio, an art studio, a law firm, anything like that. There is resistance that comes up. And I'm sure you're familiar with that concept. Can you kind of explain exactly what that is?
1: The resistance. I think that's fear. I I think that's most people's fear is like, because you talk to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. And I think that's what it is. It's more fear. It's more like, who am I kidding? That's not going to work. That's a lot of work. I can't do it. I have this. I have that. I have... It's just excuses. I mean, and I I counter that back with like the Nike slogan, just do it, just do something. And I, and I don't think they just say, just do whatever, just get it done with. <laughs> They're like, okay, just start by doing one thing and just another, just commit to it. And I really believe that, you know, as long as you have an idea and you really believe that you want it because you have to want it, that's why one of the sections in the Planet, we're in setting the goals. You write your goals and then you why. That why has to be a huge why. It has to matter to you because if that why is not big, it's not really a big why, then it's not going to matter. You're not going to go through that goal. So, for instance, if you, if one of your goals is to start a business, whatever the business may be, a law firm, right? I mean, that really has to matter to you. The, the why has to be very strong. We really want to break it down. It's like, I really need this law firm. I really want to do it. It's a passion of my life. I can help a lot of people. This is all I've been working for, studying for the minute. I mean, the why has to be huge for yourself. And then, obviously, you take small action steps. And that's what we have that in the planner, where every day you can take one step, five steps, 20 steps, whatever you're capable, you can do. But as long as you do one action every day... I guarantee you, no problem, within 90 days, you're gonna get way closer to where you are. That's just the science behind it. There's no other way around it. Even if you try to fail, or you call it a failure, it's not gonna happen because you're gonna get closer the way you were. So that's why I tell people start now, because you're gonna get way closer now if you wait three months and start then. So just start as long, as small steps every day.
0: That's something that I really liked when I started looking at the layout of 90x. It was the incremental goals because when we start talking about these big goals and we start feeling that resistance, it's really easy to just give up because it's so big. And our brain is saying, "No ho ho, isn't it much better hanging out on the couch watching television? It's so much more comfortable here." I still feel
1: guilty <laughs> when I do that. I really do. When I, I do too. That, i like, oh my God, I can't believe I just spent 60 seconds, 60 minutes on the couch watching whatever. I don't even know what we have going on. I honestly, honestly, we just moved to LA in February and I cut everything. I don't have cable. I don't have HBO. I don't have Showtime. I don't have the news. I don't have anything. All we have is the Amazon because we watch one channel that, for the kids. So they have something to entertain. I was going to
0: ask you that. Yeah.
1: No, that's it. I'll be lost. There's no way. Like, <laughs> I'm everywhere. So we just have that one channel so they can watch their show. So they can give us like 20 minutes of a break, even that we don't get. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I feel guilty. I don't know. Maybe it's normal. I, I just feel guilty doing that because that could be super productive.
0: I think it's normal to feel that way. I really do. And I think it's, I think it's normal to have those breaks too. I mean, sometimes you do just need to veg, but You've got to be intentional about it. I really feel like if you're going to sit and you're going to veg in front of the TV, you're making that decision. You're saying, I'm going to spend this one hour watching television and I'm going to completely enjoy it. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. And you can make other decisions that are intentional too. Instead of spending this hour watching television, I'm going to do something like walk around the block. As long as the, the choices are intentional, I feel like it's okay, I do sit there. I mean, I snuggle with my dog on the couch and I, you know, that's our quality time because I'm at the office all day or I'm working here, or I'm interviewing someone on in a podcast and I want to make sure I spend some time with him. I could take him for a walk too, but I have to be intentional about it. I would like to take a step back and say, you know what, this is okay this is all right. I've done my goals for the day. I've ticked them off. (laughs) That's
1: that's exactly, yeah. Well, if if you have a limit, right? I mean, you don't find yourself four hours just flipping through town.
0: Right. Right. Which is of course, pretty much, that's how I was trained when I was a kid. I mean, you come home from work, you're not doing anything. We're going to sit back on the couch and we're going to watch television for four hours. That is what, We did when I was growing up. And for me, I don't find that acceptable. I cannot do that. I feel that I am meant for so much more. And I think we're all meant for so much more, which is why I love doing podcasts like this is to hopefully inspire someone to take action and see that they can follow up on their dreams. That pipe dream that they think is a pipe dream is something they can make a reality. Tell us why it's so important to break down the big goal into the smaller goal pieces that you have set up in your book.
1: Well, I have the main goal. I have the main five goals. That, and by the way, whoever's using it, you don't have to have five goals. It's okay. Some people really, they, uh, I don't know, maybe we're not as clear, but some people are scared. They're like, oh, five goals? <laughs> five goals. That's a I'm lot. Have- yeah. <laughs> I'm working on my, my for these 90 days that I have going on right now, I only have one goal in there. Only just one goal, one big goal, but it's just one goal in there because I honestly don't have time for the other goals. But I feel that if I achieve that one, when I achieve that one big goal, all the small ones are going to be just one time.
0: I like that you focused in on when you're going to achieve that goal. Correct.
1: Yeah, I correct myself. My wife corrects me. Everybody corrects each other in the house. It's always a win because we always believe that it can
0: happen. Right.
1: But uh, but I think having the small goal, you know, you have that one you have the five goals, and then you have the whys, and then you have the actions, which you want. And then every day, you just want to take one step, action, per goal, right? What we do have in the planner, and I think it's important, which makes it different, is people need to realize that they need to have their goals in front of them all the time. So what we did is we had that every week. And I think if you notice you that, you need to rewrite your goal. You don't need to. I mean, it's preferred if you do. It will help you. I literally have my goal printed out here on a three by four. It's right here
0: oh. in my
1: book. I, you can't see. You can't read it into. Your I can't
0: read it, but I oh, like yeah. that. Believe
1: me, there is my goals in here. Uh, <laughs> one goal, and I also have it on my dashboard on my car. Oh! I took a three a three and a half by five, and I wrote down my goal, and I put it on my dashboard. Just that one goal, I put it on my dashboard. I put over here. I have it on my book. reason i do that is because i think when we focus on one thing on anything that it is that we focus and keep focusing focusing it's going to eventually come whether we like it or not you know because it's just that whether it's good or bad unfortunately that's the way it works the law of traction but i mean once you focus on that it's going to come so i just have this goal everywhere it's posted everywhere it's on my whiteboard over there it's in my planner it's everywhere i can and i think it's just. It's just that breaking it down to small things, you know, it's a big goal, then you break it down to small increments, you know, and you have it in 90 days, which will be easier for your mind to even work through it rather than my five-year goal. You can write down your five-year goal, but don't worry about working on it. Have the big goal, small goal, even smaller from there. It's just going to be a lot easier for your mind. That's why we did the 90 days, and it's not a full year.
0: I have to ask you what your goal is now. I don't know if you're willing to share it or not, but because we've talked so much about it, I sure, feel like sure, people might sure. want to know.
1: I'll tell you what my goal is. I mean, our goal is we started a membership site for our clients that use our planner because we feel that we can help more people. My goal is I want to help as many people as I can. And my goal is that by May 27, 2019, I would help up to 6,225 people.
0: Ooh, I like it. Exact.
1: Yeah, no, it is exact. Uh, May 27, 19, that's my goal. That's when I want to help or at least have in my group, in my membership, in my club, in my family, whatever you call that, 6,225 people that I could help. And that's being part of the membership. There's two goals in there. There's one big goal, and then I broke it into half and half. It's the same concept. And then the same thing also, uh, we want to make sure that at least 32,000 people will have the goal planner in their hands by May 27, 2019.
0: So when you're thinking of that year-long goal, can you give us an example of how you break that down so it's not just this giant, unwieldy goal? It's something that's tangible, something you can handle and do.
1: Sure. So, for instance, for the planners, right? If I want to make sure 33,000 people, 32,000 people have the planner in their hands, like, I mean, we've sold 32,000 of them, I break it down. I divide it by how many by I need to have per day sold so they can have so now it's 85 planners a day okay right so i know that as long as i hit that 85 and now we're from this one year we're down to one day so as long as i can move 85 planners per day i'm heading towards my goal.
0: i like that but so
1: i go backwards because if you put if somebody puts 2 million okay great great goal beautiful love it okay now what right well how do i even get there well i'll do this on a little well, no, why don't you take the numbers, divide it by the amount of days that you have. In this instance, it's a little one year, but I'm focusing on 90 days. So I'm bringing up to 90 days. And then, you know, just, just break the numbers down. It just makes it a lot lighter. It's easy for you to remember how many people or how many things, or even if you want to lose 20 pounds in, in, in three months. Okay. That's simple. Just divide this by that, and you know how much you have to lose per day. So that's what I do. I mean, there could be a system out there for other people. This is what I use for my own, because you asked me about my personal one. Right. And that's what we want to do, because we want to create you know, this big membership site to help people, because I feel there's so many people out there. And the funny thing is, that we put a questionnaire, I told you before the show, we send out a questionnaire to learn what are the struggles that people have, not just so I can invent another planner or something like that, is how we can help more people. Literally, that's my goal, because I feel that. The more people I can help, the more people they can help and the people can help other people. And I think that's what makes it a nicer place to live. But I mean, the more people we can.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like my whole philosophy surrounding this podcast and everything that I'm working towards is showing people what's possible and helping them get there so that they can show other people what's possible and helping them get there you know, like lifting people up.
1: It makes you feel so good, doesn't
0: it? It does. It really does. It's so nice when you get a response from somebody or they ask you a question and you engage with them and maybe you make something like you've made that answers a problem that someone has had and it helps them. It's just, it's amazing. What do you tell people who have a ton of goals, right? Like people who have... I don't know. They've got a ton of things on their minds. You know, everyone has ideas, but they're not stopping to focus on one and to implement and take action. What do you tell people who have that kind of situation going on? They have a lot. Right.
1: So the planner started with a vision board. So what I would recommend is going to the vision board, write down everything you got, all 250 goals okay, that you need to work on. And then from there, narrow that down. Okay, so if you have, for instance, I just said 250, but I i don't know, maybe somebody does. Uh, but let's say they have 20 goals, right? They want to the accomplish for the next 90 days of the year, or the five year, whatever. Just write them all down, then narrow it down. I would start with the smallest goal first, especially if you're not familiar with the system of goal setting. Then start with the smallest one, or maybe have like two or three small goals and two big ones, you know, because hmm. you don't want to have too much because then it get overwhelming. So maybe from the 20, narrow down the most important ones, the ones you really want to achieve right now, and the ones that you can look at them and say, well, this is going to probably be realistic, and it's going to take me a year, or maybe it's going to take me six months, and then work from there. But I say, write them all down. Circle the one you want to work on, then transfer them to the five goals you want to work on, and they go from there. And I think once they do that, it will be easier. I want to add one more thing, and I think it's important. I think when you write your goals, and this is just a tip. You don't have to do it. Of course, I do with mine. When you write your goals down or write a goal that's important to you, I like to write my goals as I've already accomplished. Mm. Okay. So as I'm living in my home in San Diego, facing the ocean, and my kids are playing in this beautiful backyard, and my wife's cooking the beautiful white kitchen that she always loved, and my, I'm enjoying talking in my Pascal on the third story of the house. I'm literally writing it as I want my house to be, as my goal. As my but I'm also writing it as I'm living at it right now. So that's one thing that I do when I write my goals. And I think if you, if you change that and if you rewrite that every week and you follow the steps, you know, at my book or any other planner that that's real world A4 paper, it doesn't matter how you write your goals. I think that makes it visual, it makes it help you visualize that goal. It helps you be a little bit more, uh, helps that goal be a little bit more realistic and you actually feel it you know so writing that i would like to buy a house at blah 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 you know and i'm just saying a house could be different. Book.
0: Sure i mean and and just to kind of go further with that and a lot of people talk about this you know tony robbins anyone who talks about manifesting it really is feeling in your body that feeling that you already have it what you want and something that i hear a lot about is making sure that you want from abundance. Like this isn't wanting from, I need to have or lack, you know, because I think there's so much of that out there. This is the same feeling as if you already have it. You're already confident that it's yours. Okay. One way that I have heard, and, and I really like this technique, I think Brooke Castillo is where I heard this from, is writing out. What you already have that you're thankful for, like your four children, like you something you really wanted and you have it. Right. And then something that you don't have that you want and writing that down, whatever kind of house that you want. And going back and forth between having something that you really wanted, that you already have and feeling really grateful for it, and then having that exact same feeling of gratitude for that thing that you do not have yet.
1: Yeah, say, I mean, it sounds amazing. I have not tried it, but I'm sure. I mean, I do write what I'm thankful for, but I don't write it in that format. But I'm sure. I'm sure any any technique, anything that can help you feel that moment will definitely be a plus. Will definitely help you get closer. I mean, I am not a big yoga guy. Meditation. I can't even sit still for more than sixteen. Years. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I, honestly, I I have a desk that's high because I walk. My wife it sits over and I, she's always like just moving all the time. I was like, yes, because I, I can't, just can't still. And I just started August 1st. I started visualization, So I've started, I found an app. It's called InVision.
0: I'll link to that in the show notes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's free and it's so cool because I get distracted pretty easy with, with things that are around, like people talking, things that are happening. I cannot read a book if there's people in my room. Like I can't. I have to wait after everybody goes to sleep and then I can read because it just, my focus is is everywhere. My mind moves just like a blender. So it's hard for me to get focused and narrow down. But I've used this app and what I do is like, if I can't do it in the morning because there's noise, I wait until everybody goes to school. My wife takes me to school and I know I have like 20 minutes for myself and I'm literally looking forward to it because I sit down and I manifest my goal. I'm at what I want my goal to look like in the end result. Right. I mean, how it would feel if I've reached this goal and how would I be there? And it got my mind so creative and things that I wanted, I mean, or wanted to be like, I mean, I just got this whole new about my main goal. Right. And I just like it. And it keeps me when I jump into my work. So I do it before I start work. It gets my energy so high and I'm so ramped to to get working, you know, because it gets me closer and I stay in that state of mind, you know.
0: I love that. And that is key. I think that's really key. I'm curious because I've had some conversations surrounding this on the podcast. What your morning routine is like?
1: So after all the kids are gone, <laughs> after, you're really, look, with those two kids, you really can't do anything. I
0: mean,
1: they're changing, they're diapers and bottles. And it's not, it's like me and my wife, pick him, take him, him, you take him, I'll take this guy. And the, the older are easy. It's just the small ones that are pink. But after they're gone, I mean, the first thing that I really sit and do is I write down in my book. I don't turn on my phone. Don't check my email. I don't open the computer. The screen is blank. What I want my day, So I write down my, my actions for today. I write down my to do, my follow do. I write down any notes, any to-do list that I have to do for the day. I write them all out first. After that, now with this new routine I added is my visualization in the Envision app. So I'm using that and I like it because it has new music. Just this guy talks to you, but there's no music, distracting waterfalls and things like that. Hmm. So none of that stuff. So that's what I do is I write down first everything I want to accomplish today, do this, and then I open my technology, my computer, my email, my Instagram, all that stuff because we all want to check it and be excited about it. And that's what I do. And what, it, what I've noticed by doing that, I'm more organized. I'm more productive, organized. It's clean. It's right there. I can follow what I wrote down go in an opening. I'll just answer this quick. I'll do this quick. I'll print this thing. Oh, let me answer this. I'll answer that text. I'll comment on this photo, stuff like that, where it gets you all over the place. This just keeps me more organized. Hmm. And one thing else that I do, and you can add as well, is as far as tasks, once I start my day, I do the small things first, get them out of, anything that takes me less than two minutes, I get it out of the way. Hmm. I just, if it's something that I can get out of the way, get them out of the way if it takes me two minutes or less, I, I do it right away. If it's a quick email, a quick response, a quick send this, send that, send a contract, whatever. Do that. And then the next thing I do is I'll work on my biggest projects next. So if it's something big that we're working on, I work on that because it, it requires most of my attention and energy. And then towards the end of the day, I'll do I'll go back to small things that are not as important as the things I need to do in the beginning of the day. I don't know if that makes sense, but...
0: That totally makes sense. Do you schedule in self-care throughout your day?
1: Self-care is for...
0: Working out, taking walks around the block, taking like a break, that kind of thing.
1: You know, no, I don't. (laughs) don't. So in the evening, I do. What I do is I'll work as soon as I wake up and I'll stop at five because that's when the kids come back from school and this and I want to spend time with them. Okay. So five o'clock i'll stop there's no more emails there's no more phones there's nothing to respond to and it's okay and it's perfect and i've tried that for a while and it works great i spend time with them that's instead of doing a tv i'll go with them for about a 30 45 minute walk so that's you can call it self-care and then once you know showers everybody goes to sleep then i'll come back to the office and i'll work a little bit more if i need to even longer but that's pretty much it yeah
0: And I just kind of want to bring this back because we are talking a lot about working and that working is in furtherance of something that we love, something that you love. Right. And so when I use the word work, I'm kind of using it loosely when it applies to me because I don't feel like it's work. How does it feel when you do it?
1: It's not work. It's fun. Right. So that's the, I think that's the, if you hate what you're doing, it's going to feel like work. But I... People post it's Monday, and they have like this all sad face about it, like, oh my goodness. like yeah. I can't wait to get to Monday. Like I don't like Saturday Sunday. <laughs> I feel like I'm not as productive. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we go with the kids, we do this, we have family time, it's great, but I feel that I'm not as productive, and I feel, you know I mean and it's no, right? I mean we don't have our time is limited, this is what we got, and we use it wisely. So I feel that if I'm not doing something... And even if, I, if I'm playing with my kids and I do, that's okay. That's productive. That's being with my family time. That's perfect. But if I just lay down and do nothing, like I feel like, oh my God, like I cannot believe that I'm doing this. You know, this is just not not right. You know, like I cannot. So I, I look forward to my Mondays. Like I definitely look forward to my Mondays.
0: I have a feeling that a lot of people who are listening to this podcast very much enjoy working, that that's something that's innate. There is a point when, at least for me, when I worked for work's sake, because I got into this habit of working, not necessarily thinking about my what my future goals would be, just knowing that working hard was going to keep me secure, keep me in doing what I needed to be doing as a lawyer... But what I really love about how I'm doing things now and how much more intentional I am about spending my time and why I love your 90X planner is that I really do make that space to become more intentional. And you say that you don't schedule in self-care, but I really think your mornings are a big part of your self-care. In the morning, yes. Right. I mean, you are being intentional and you're taking that time to be creative. And I mean, there's no way you could have created what you've created without making that space in your brain for that creativity. So maybe we don't label it the same thing, like maybe right. morning routine, but I think that's self-care. I think you're taking care of yourself there.
1: No, it, it is. I mean, it, it is that morning, right? I mean, where mm-hmm. I do everything quietly before turning in, because as soon as we turn the phone and technology goes, with, I mean, I'll tell you something before right now, I'm honestly, it's not that because that'll be an excuse, right? I'll sound like I don't have the time. That's an excuse. I mean, I do have the time. I just have to wake up at 3.30 if I wanted to go to the gym whatever, right? But most of the ideas come to me is when I, when I work out, when I jog or when I, run, when I do my thing. That's when all of my ideas come to me. And like, like I remember running and jogging, doing my thing and listening to my music and all ramped up. And I was like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. And then I feel like, it's like okay, I need to stop the workout and I need to get to work to get those things. But that's where my creativity really comes to me, is when I used to work out either in the garden or just work out in general. That's where I get most of the ideas coming to. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, you are right in the morning, but we don't do it at We do take vacations. That happens. Hey. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. We just did. We spent about 40 days in Israel, in Tel Aviv, you know, 40 days.
0: I can't imagine you spending 40 days not working, though.
1: No, no. It was one week not working, and then... I was there. I was working on other things. My designers there. I was working on the special edition. I was working on the action planner that's coming in right now. So I was working on new things that were in the pipeline. So that was pretty cool.
0: Oh, man. Okay. Wow. Okay. So we've covered a lot. And I wanted to ask you if you could just tell listeners where they can learn more about you, where they can learn more about the 90X planner, what else you have in store for them.
1: Sure. So they can go to our website, 90xgoalplanner.com. They can purchase a plan. We, did, we are offering 25% off just for you, for your listeners. Thank you. You have the code I gave you. They can, uh, Dina, I think it's Dina25.
0: Yes. And I'll put that in the show notes.
1: Yeah. put in the show notes So they'll get 25 off anything we have in our stores, in, in the store, uh, from the planners, from pens, from leather covers, mugs, whatever they want to get, stickers. It's all available over there. If they want to purchase on Amazon, they will not be able to get the discount. Okay. This is what's created just for you. So if they want to shop on Amazon, that's great. They can do it. If they go to our website, they can use the 25. We'll be happy to hook them up with 25 off. Uh, we are working on two new products, which is the Action Plan, which is a smaller, thinner version of the 90X. So it's still 90 days, but it's just smaller. It's 180 pages instead of 300. That's what people don't realize when they open this.
0: You know what? It looks intimidating. I'll just show mine here. It looks intimidating, but it is really great being able to turn the pages and write everything out. It gives you lots of space. I use this as a journal too.
1: Exactly. And space is what I want to make sure. That's what it's 300 pages. I could have done the whole thing in 120 pages, but it's really putting everything. But when we write goals, we want to be as creative as possible. Right. We want to write down as much detail as we can. We want to write down everything that comes into mind. So I use it for everything. For everything, for all my crazy ideas that pop, I just find a spot, I write it down, I highlight it so I know it's there and I can reference back if I need to. But I mean, going back to that, I want to hook them up with whatever uh, they want. We'll give them 25%, whether they're in the U.S. or overseas, because 30% of our clients are overseas. So if your clients are as well, then we'll hook them up as well. There's no difference with that.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. I yeah. do know that I have some international listeners because I've seen some of the reviews and it's really nice to know that this is available everywhere. Yeah.
1: My, mine is with a leather cover. Like, that's why I put mine. My, we have different colors, but, ah, but this is it. manly, but I, that, I use this every day. This is my everyday thing. Going back to your listeners, whether whether they use this product, we're not trying to push nine years. That's the reason really I mean, I'm here just to help and answer questions that you had and then connect with you as well, which is such a was such a great time. But whether they use my planner, any other planner that's out there, I just say use something. If you have a dream, if you have something you want to accomplish, just use something that's out there and and believe in yourself that you can do it. Visualize you can do it and just take one action every day. Just one action every day. And I guarantee that within two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, 90 days, you will get way closer to your dream then you do that. So, I mean, it's just taking that one action makes the whole, everything a difference. And I think once they take one and one and they get closer, it just starts feeling good and feeling real like they're getting there, you know? And so that's my recommendation.
0: Ah, well, thank you so much. I think that's a great place to leave it. This has been really informative and it's been really nice talking to you. Here. My coach, Jim Fortin, actually he sent them out on part of a group coaching program, and he sent these out.
1: So you got it from Jim Fortin, not from James Wood?
0: No, yeah. Jim, Jim Fortin, and he was interviewed by James, but Jim actually believes in this so much that he sent this to every single one of us in the group coaching program and said, use it. And one of the things that he said was, notice if you're resisting using it. And so that's why I was paying so much attention to how I was using this book. Because I knew that if I wasn't engaging, I wasn't really being committed to my goals. Right. And I really do believe that engaging with anything, but for me, engaging with this planner has really helped me solidify my goals and makes me very aware of whether or not I'm taking action the way that I want to be taking action and growing in the way that I want to grow.
1: Uh, yeah, that's so great. I mean, I did, You know, this is the things that I don't know on my hand, like how <laughs> oh, those things. Yeah, I mean, I know what we, we put out there, but I mean, I thought you got it from James because he, he purchased like, I don't know, 200 of them or something like
0: that. Oh, did he really? Yeah,
1: and he was giving it, which makes, you know, it makes me feel good because if these guys, you know, these, they're big guys, they're smart guys, they know what they're doing and they're using a system, that means we're doing something right. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what's important to me. So it validates my, my, what I did over here, what we created over here. And it's important to me because I mean, Jim Forden, I mean, they're smart. He's, this guy's so smart. Like, it's unbelievable. He knows, like, every time I listen to his podcast, I just feel like I just got so smarter. Just for that.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the, I am gushing over this. I've been gushing over this on the Facebook Lives I've been doing, too. But it really is, like, self-coaching. It's like having a coach saying, hey, refocus over here. Take a look at this. You know, and, I, and I, that must have been intentional with your coaching background.
1: It was. It was intentional in creating it because that's the way I, I was writing. That's why I said I could not find anything out there because they, they show you how to write the goals, the smart goals, you know, being specific and everything. But where's the system? Where, how are you holding me accountable?
0: Right.
1: Right. I mean, this is like my buddy over here telling me, you didn't write any actions today, dude. You're not going to get closer.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> like, hey, just letting you know.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, so don't, you know, so just so you know, you're going backwards right now. You're not moving forward. And you're right. If I'm not using it, then you know. But it is. We get those days, and it's okay if you don't use it one day, two days a week. The good thing is it's undated, and you can go back and you can start again. Like I said, it's adjusting that plan. Do overs. You just buy it and you put it on your shelf. Honestly, return it back to us because we have other people that can use it. You know. <laughs> you know. I'm just saying. So, but but yes, you are right. It, it, you know, I that was the that was the idea because I needed something. Myself that will push me forward, and I'm so happy Jim. You got it from Jim. I again, and I don't know what other people are saying so much, but if he's recommending it and he gave it a stamp of approval, and James did, I mean, it means a lot to us, you know.
0: I mean, those are big guys in the coaching space and the online world, so that, I think that says a lot about your product. So, congratulations on creating something that's so amazing!
1: Thank you so much.
0: It was really nice talking to you.
1: We'll
0: see you next time. Thank you. Okay. Well, I loved talking to Alan. He was fantastic. He's a really down to earth guy. And I just want to do a quick recap of some of the things that we talked about. And I took it down to six big takeaways from this interview. So first off, if you have a lot of goals, narrow them down, write them all out and pick one or two goals that you really want to make happen. Second, when you write your goals, write your goals as if you've already accomplished them. Present tense is important. Third, start with your why. Like, why do you want to accomplish this goal? The why has to be huge because that is going to pull you forward towards your goals. Fourth, break your big goal down into smaller goals. So you'll have between one and five steps that are really going to help you break down that giant goal, because that giant goal is going to get your brain stuck. It's going to cause a lot of fear. So breaking it down helps dissolve the fear. Five, take small action steps. So Alan said, as long as you make one action every day within 90 days, you are going to get much closer to your goal. Sixth, have your goal in front of you all the time. I loved his idea of having a three by five card and just have that one goal that he's focusing on placed in different places around his home, his office, his car. I'm going to start doing that. I think that's a wonderful idea. I've also linked to my review of the 90X Goal Planner in the show notes. It's at dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 16. And in that blog. I do a video. I also have pages from my own 90x goal planner. So you can take a look at it, see exactly how I use it. And if you're interested in getting your very own 90x goal planner, you can get 25% off at Alan's online shop with the code DINA25. And I am going to link to that in the show notes too. So I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to soul roadmap. If you have a moment, I'd appreciate it. If you'd subscribe rate and left an honest review on iTunes, I read every single review. So let me know what you want to hear more or less of, and I'll talk to you next week.